This life-changing message comes to you from Church of the Harvest. It's our prayer that this message will inspire your life and bring hope to your future. Last week we started a, a new series called Your Greatest Power. Your Greatest Power. And that power is what? The power to, everybody say choose. The power to choose. And I believe that is the greatest power that God has given to, to humanity, to man, is the power to choose. And when you understand this principle, this truth, it opens understanding to you. Things become clear. Uh, many times we're asking, why did this happen to us? And you can go back and you can look at choices that were made, uh, places maybe that you dropped a responsibility. And, you know, we, we teach a message of, uh, of grace and, and faith, but many times people can think, well, I don't have to do anything. I just, I've got grace. But that's not what grace teaches us. Grace actually teaches us to be more responsible. Say more responsible. Because grace is God's ability working in us. It's his supernatural ability that flows through us, causing us to be able to do things that we normally wouldn't be able to do. So we're, we're to be responsible. We have a responsibility. We have a, heart, uh, a part to play in this thing, and we need to have that, that understanding. And we, our theme verse, or our main verse is Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. It says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. This is God speaking, and he's telling us what to choose. He's saying what's in the earth. There's life and death, blessing and cursing. And in case you don't know the answer to this, choose life. Everyone say life. life. He tells us what to choose. He's saying, choose life. Another translation says, I'll call heaven and earth to witness against you that today I've set before you life or death, blessing or curse. Oh, that you would choose life that you and your children might live. So he, he's telling us to choose life. You can choose life. Now, that's a revelation for a lot of people. You mean I can choose blessing? Yes. You're making that choice every day. You're choosing blessing and life, or you're choosing death and curses. We have a choice to make. God will not choose for you. He will not force you. God doesn't force himself on anyone. He will not make you do something. Have you noticed that? Have you ever prayed this prayer? God, just make me do it. I have. I remember I was like, God, just make me do this. I know I need to do this. <laughs> he won't make you do this. You have to choose. But he's waiting for your decision to choose, and then you just take a step towards it, and there's grace. He starts helping you. He starts empowering you. I'm not saying you'll do it perfectly, but I'm saying if you'll take that step and commit to it, there's God and there's His grace. 
We're to be responsible. The word life here is an interesting word where it says choose life. In the Hebrew, there's actually three different meanings of this word. But the word here, the Hebrew word for life, translated here in this verse, means state of living during your lifetime. It's not talking about once you leave this earth. It's talking about your state of living during your lifetime. God is concerned about your time here on this earth. He might say that it's short. It's like a, a vapor or a mist and it, it's gone. But he's concerned about your life right here on this earth. He wants you to have blessing. He wants you to take advantage of what he's given you, and that's the power to choose. You can choose life. Well, can't the world choose life? No. You've got to know life to choose it. Now, they can do some principles, and we see it all the time, especially in the, the business world. People who don't know God, they're choosing life. They're, they're choosing, in a sense, blessings. But they're, they just have a glimpse of it. How many know that the blessing of the Lord will cause you to sleep good at night? The blessing of the Lord will cause you, even when you're faced with a giant and stress and a storm is against you, that you can put on some praise music and you can start thanking God for his amazing grace and how he's come through for you because of the cross and you can have peace. The world doesn't have that. You have a joy that the world can't take from you because it's a joy that comes from God himself that's on the inside of your spirit that can radiate your mind and your soul and get a hold of your emotions. Anybody in here got some emotions? You got to say it like emotions. Don't you feel the emotions? And our emotions can get us in trouble. They can make you say things you wish you hadn't said. Like if your team wins, you wear the Grizz jersey. Confident that my team would win. Emotion. And now I'm going to wear a Thunder jersey. Good choices take you to where you want to go. Bad choices take you to where you don't want to go. But God is interested in you having an abundant life now. He wants you to make the right choices. You can choose the blessing. You can choose the blessings of the Lord. You can choose life. You can make that choice. And here in this verse, it, it talks about that your children might live. Your choices affect your children. Your choices can benefit your children. You make good choices, they can affect your children. Wow. This thing is bigger than you. It goes beyond your life. It affects those around you. Your choices. Think about this. Through your wise choices, you can change your family tree. You can make a, you, 
you can have it where your children are different, have a difference than even your life because you made wise, good choices that affected them. Last week we talked about some things, a review quickly, that the power to choose is that ultimate delegation of power that God has given to us. God has delegated the power to choose to you and I. We have choices. He'll not change your mind for you. He'll not choose for you. He's given us that power to choose. Or you could say, He has chosen not to choose for you. It's interesting to me when I think about God that He is, he is love, but you can see that love operates in a place of freedom. Real love doesn't force you. Real love will always express freedom. God wanted us to choose Him. He doesn't force anyone to get saved. We choose Him. Now, if He made us choose Him, we wouldn't like it. Well, He doesn't love me. He made me do this. But see, because love operates in freedom, there's a freedom of choice. And we choose Him. We choose Him. And that's what God wants us to do. And even uh, at our uh, small group a, a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking about even the angels had a choice at one time. Do you know that? They chose God or chose against Him. And we know some fell. So they made the wrong choice. Say choice. Wherever you are in life today, you're there by choice and not by chance. You're not there because of luck. You made choices. Or someone else made some choices. And, I, and that can affect you to a point, but you can even surpass those if they were bad choices. But choices. I mean, parents make choices for our children, kids all the time, because that's their role. They're to protect them. They're to train them. A, a good parent will bring training, or, or bring uh, discipline, will bring responsibility. Why? Because you want them to grow up. You want them to enjoy life. And life means responsibility. Say responsibility. So we're not there by chance. Uh, a good example would be um, Rob and, and Shauna moved into a house. You know what? They didn't give the kids a choice. And say, Lauren, Madison, Aaron, look, uh, we're moving, but y'all have a choice. No. Some of them weren't exactly weren't sure about the choice. <laughs> But the choice was made for them, so it affected them. But there comes a time where they make their own choices. 
and they're responsible. That's the reason a parent is bringing up their children and the nurture and admonition of the Lord to train them for that time where they make choices on their own. And we talked about you can make some good choices about your bad choices and turn them into something positive in your life. I love this one. You can take the bad choices and, and make good choices and turn those bad choices into something good in your life. Or you could say a life choice trumps a death choice. A life choice trumps death. Didn't life defeat death? Isn't life greater than death? A life choice is greater than a death choice. And you can choose to make good choices about those bad choices, and God can turn those things around for good. And he, be, he can be honored, and the kingdom can be expanded. Because you made a good choice about those bad choices. A great example is this, somebody on the deathbed who's made bad death choices all the days of their life. But at the final moment, before they breathe that last breath, they can call upon the name of Jesus and make a life choice that trumps a lifetime of bad death choices and they're welcomed into heaven. Now, I don't recommend waiting that long. And if you want any rewards, that is the way not to have any. That's the type of person that'll be a little, you'll want my, what's that smell? A little singe, you know. Never mind. Okay, moving on. We have power through our choices to change current circumstances of our life. And I want to talk about this just a little bit more because if you don't get this, you can get bitter. You can be so disappointed at times if you, if you don't understand. And there's really two sides of this in Deuteronomy 29, 29. The secret things belong to the Lord our God. But those things which were revealed belong to us and to our children forever. I want you to know there's some things that you were believing to change your current circumstance and didn't happen. And the way you respond to that is so important that you, you've got to give those things to God. Well, you prayed for this person, you were believing God, and they died. Or you were believing for your marriage and divorce came. Different things happen. Or someone let you down. Someone disappointed you. Wherever it is. It'd be like the lightning bolt. You know, the unexpected thing. And you cannot blame God. You cannot turn against Him and blame Him. Because the truth is, the promises are still true. It's still his will to heal. It's still his will to deliver. It's still his will for marriages to flourish and be blessed. And you have to have that mindset that I'm still going to praise God. That thing didn't turn out the way I wanted. I'm still going to praise God. I'm still going to love people. I'm still going to serve. I'm still going to do those things 
because this is a secret thing. I might be a little confused, but I'm going to bite my lip. I'm going to praise God. I'm just going to go on. And I've seen so many people that have had that happen, and they turn from God completely. Because it didn't work out the way they wanted it to work out. Well, that tells me, what was your faith in? Your faith needs to be in the Almighty One, and you need to rest in Him. You need to give it to Him. You need to cast the care of that thing on Him. I can remember praying for uh, Ellen's dad, and we're believing God, and he passed away. I remember David, David called me and, and told me he had passed away. I, I didn't believe him at first. I don't know. And he actually told me, he said, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like he was, it's David's dad. He was kind of consoling me because I was shocked. Said no. And it brought some confusion and stuff, and you just, mm. but I did have enough sense to know that He is God. So I'm just going to stick with Him and just kept moving on, kept growing. And then Ellen's mom gets sick, and here we are, believing God. I knew more then what we're standing. And she died. Now, I had enough sense by this time I knew that it wasn't God that had a problem. It was me. It was, it was all of us. It was our issue, not God's issue, because the price was paid at the cross for that healing. Amen? So what did I do? Worship God. <laughs> Why worship Him? I knew where she was. And thank God, that's, that's the main thing. Eternity's there. You know, see her again. The Lord actually, uh, I got to see her again. Y'all know I, I have a lot of dreams. Well, I was, I was at my parents, and uh, I was working on our car. Back then, we didn't have a, a garage, and I was working on my car. I'd work on it over there uh, to get my dad out there and help at times. And get his wisdom. I think he finally called on and he started saying, this is what you need to do. Here's the tools. <laughs> anyway, work on it. And uh, I remember looking up and there comes uh, Ellen's mom. Her mom and Ellen. She's walking up from the street, up the driveway. And she comes up to me. I said, well, hey, it's so good to see you. She said, well, it's, it's wonderful in heaven. She looked like she was about 25 years old, a glow just so beautiful. And I just, of course, I stop everything. I'm up, you know, talking to her and she's telling me some things. And um, she said, you know, I, I want you to really uh, stay close to Ellen. Ellen and her mom were best friends. So... Um, she said, you know, I really want you uh, to grab close to her and, you know, pray for her and be there. So, okay. And um, I thought I was doing that, but I increased it. And uh, I'll never forget this. I thought this was interesting. She said, oh, I brought you something, too, uh, from heaven. And I said, what's that? And, she said, and it was a little pill. 
And back at that time, I loved Dr. Peppers. Anybody in here like Dr. Peppers? Anybody a pepper in here? Okay, a few. No more Dr. Peppers here. They were good, no. And uh, she said, uh, here's a, a little, little pill I want you to have. said, it's from heaven. Lord, let me bring it to you. It's, uh, it tastes kind of like a Dr. Pepper. It seemed completely natural when she was telling me. Now it sounds a little crazy. <laughs> Your pastor's not crazy. I don't think. Not yet. No. So um, I took this pill, and it was like I had drank the most delicious drink. I mean, it, it made our Dr. Pepper just taste like Mississippi River water. I mean... <laughs> This stuff was, I'm going, I finished the dress at home. And she just smiled and said, yeah, we have them all the time. (laughs) And she said, well, I've got to go. And she walks down the driveway back to the street. And then she just, how many remember the touch by the angel thing? That's kind of the way it was. (laughs) She just was gone. You know, why did I tell you that? Oh, well, anyway, <laughs> I knew where she was. And as time goes, the Lord does reveal some things. You get some understanding why things happen. Um, what made me think of this, I got a, a note the other day from a lady that used to come here. She moved, but her mom had uh, fourth stage uh, cancer. And uh, the doctor said it was hopeless, nothing they could do. And we prayed for her, and she was totally healed. And her mom had, had passed, gone with the Lord, and, and she was just saying, I want to thank you for all the extra years because cancer was defeated and she was healed. Well, see, if I'd gotten bitter and so disappointed before, those, it wouldn't have happened. So I wouldn't have prayed for anyone else. So there's times we have to know there's secret things. We encourage ourselves in the Lord. Now this is why I also believe that there's much more things that we can choose and change our, our current circumstances. I believe there's a lot of things that we can do and that we can change when we, we pray and believe God. No, I didn't. Yes. Wow. Okay. I, I want us to look at, uh, let me give you this. This is uh, in your notes. Well, this is actually from last time. When we make the choice and stay committed to it, God will work on our behalf. The grace... God graces life choices. The grace is there when it's a life choice. I've had times where people have made deaf choices and they're asking for the blessing of the Lord on that deaf choice. I mean, know that God cannot favor a bad choice, that a, a choice that's against His Word. But those choices that are lined up for his word are graced. 
there's power released. I was thinking about how easy choices many times become difficult. There, you know, there's not much at stake about it. So why don't you take a look at this uh, video. Coffee Toffee, Berry Collision, Raspberry Tango, Blue Monkey, Strawberry Banana, Peach Pizzazz, Wild Berry, Strawberry Shortcake, Nader's Sour Lemon, Grape Berry Madness, Bean Freeze, Frozen Hot Chocolate, Hot Chocolate, Chai Tea, Chai Tea, Iced Coffee, Muffins, Ice Americano, Bagels, Ice Latte, Plain Cream Cheese, Peanut Butter, Flavored I special croissants, americano, biscotti, cafe au lait, coffee, cappuccino, americano, bananas, blueberries, strawberries, peaches, mangoes, cabbage, smoothie boosters, antioxidant brain, fat burner, relaxation, Haha, they do have coffee. Anybody been there, done that? <laughs> You know, sometimes we, have, we can't decide what to wear. You ever known someone says that they pray for what to wear? Just choose something. <laughs> God, what color do I need to wear? Choose a color. Though the color may be beautiful wherever that is, and find out your color and wear it. Here's a great one here. Somewhere to eat after service. You want to go somewhere to eat? Well, you decide. I don't care. You choose. The car's moving. Let's just go home. We're going home. No. Or here's the bad one. When you choose. Oh, no, not that. Not there. You told me to choose. Then you choose. No, go ahead. No, I mean it. You choose. Well, how about that? No. We're going home. Okay. And we've all done this one. We've all stood and looked in the refrigerator. Stared. Walked away. A few minutes later, came back. Opened the refrigerator. Like, by some miracle, something else was going to be in there. That wasn't in there before. We have, and, and these decisions, these choices we make all the time, and you know, they're not that important, but there are some decisions that are important and that we need to take some time, we need to think about. And I'm, I'm going to talk uh, next week about those choices and We'll, we'll fill in the blanks next time on all this. Those choices that you make automatically that are deaf choices, and that's what's causing a lot of mess in your life. It's because of an automatic palate. And we're going to talk about that and how you can change that program. And once you get that understanding, it can change your life. Because... Really, you're living because of the choices that you made in your life.
You chose to be where you're at right now. And sometimes that's an ouch, but it's the truth. But the good news is you can make some good choices and you can move from that place. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you so much for your word this morning. Lord, we want to choose life. We want to make life choices. And Lord, we want to make choices that cause the blessing of the Lord to be released in our life. And God, we thank you so much for your love. The greatest life choice that you can make, this choice supersedes this life and goes into eternity. The choice is... And you have to make this choice. He'll not make it for you. What will you do with Jesus Christ? Will you accept Him as the Lord of your life? See, hell is not... Hell is man's choice, not God's choice. A person going to hell is really God honoring a person's power to choose that's what it is he loves you and he says choose life choose him that's you today you can make a decision and you mean it from your heart you belong to him and your life will be forever changed you'll be his Maybe you made this decision before, but you know you're not connected with Him. You're not walking with Him. Therefore, you're not seeing the blessing. You're not living the abundant life. Because you can't live this thing halfway. God wants you all the way in. That's where the blessing is. You can get in on this prayer too. And get reconnected. Get that Get that fellowship back with the Lord. That's you for either one of these. Just lift your hand, up your hand. We're going to pray together. I'm not going to ask you to come down. We're just going to pray where you're seated. Thank you, Lord. Let's bow our heads. Let's all pray. Say, dear Lord, thank you for Jesus Christ. I choose Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. I thank you for the cross and the price that was paid. I was dead in sin. But now, because of this choice, I experience life in Jesus Christ. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, everyone said, Amen. Let's give God thanks. Thank you, Lord. If you'd like to get more information about resources from Church of the Harvest, please check out our website at midsouthharvest.org. You may also contact us by phone at 662-890-1573 or toll free at 866-383-8277.
Oh